You're listening to Future of School, the podcast, and our special series, Students Speak, presented in partnership with National School Choice Week. In this series, you'll hear from students who have succeeded thanks to choices they were able to make in their K-12 education, including participation in blended and online learning. Welcome to our Students Speak podcast series. Today, we have a very special guest, Anna Maria. Anna Maria, welcome to our podcast. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. So you are a sophomore right now, and you are a sophomore in college who's attending an international program, right? Yes, that's correct. Tell us a little bit about your college experience. Well, I mean, it's uh, it was kind of crazy. Um, very, very different from what I expected, obviously, because of COVID. Yeah. But it's been great so far. The first year was mostly all online. And now we've just started to have in-person classes again. So things are kind of going back to normal. But it's been it's been great so far and I'm having a great time. It's so important to have a positive attitude, right? In any environment, whether it's in person or online or crisis schooling, right? Whatever, however we choose to define it. So I think it's great that you have a positive attitude. So when you went away to college last year, your classes being online, that wasn't your first experience with online classes, correct? That is correct, yes. Why don't you share with our listeners what your first online class was, how old you were, what it was like? My first online class would probably be I can't remember exactly how old I was, but it was definitely in the beginning of my high school years. So I wanted to expand my education and um, I've always been curious about different subjects. So while managing my schoolwork, I would spend my free time searching online for different courses that I could take. And I used the Future Learn platform. And one of my first online classes would probably be a filmmaking course. Mm. Um, I learned how animators used handmade models to make um, films and how they would come up with creative solutions to problems that they would encounter. Um, Basically just delved into the cinematic world through this online course. And it was a field which I was not previously exposed to. I didn't have any course in my high school that I could take to um, get me into animation or filmmaking. So yeah, basically just to delve into the cinematic world. And some other courses that I took were about storytelling and fiction writing, which inspired me to write short stories and poems of my own. I learned about, um, I took a a forensic science course and learned about questioning a suspect and the psychology behind Mm. a suspect's answers. And these online classes really helped me to expand my knowledge in fields that I didn't have access to in my high school. So I was really grateful to have this, um, this tool and Um, to really be able to explore different areas. Yeah, that's really wonderful and inspirational. So when you decided you wanted to take courses that your school didn't offer, 
did the school, did they, did they lay out options for you? Did they say, here are some choices you have, or did the options that you had come from you doing research or your family saying, Hey, let's investigate this as an avenue for you to take these classes? Where did the choice piece come from? Yeah, it was very much my own, um, my own doing and my own experience. Um, my family did help as well. My mom, she's, she's great. She's amazing. (laughs) She helped me like search up different platforms, different online courses and whatever she found, she would always send it over to me. But yeah, it was very much a personal endeavor and I did it on my own. And so your mom, she didn't have experience with these types of courses, but if I'm understanding correctly, but she helped support you as you were finding these resources? Yes. I think that's really an important point, Anna Maria, because you hear kids say, you know, that they have limited options or they live in a geographic region where they, you know, they don't have certain certified teachers to teach the courses. And when kids hear from other, uh, other young people that they were the pioneers of finding different classes, then they realize, oh, I do have choices, but sometimes those choices have to come from me and my motivation. Would you agree with that? Yes, definitely. I do think that um, a lot of students often would feel limited by the fact that they're not offered many choices or that their school doesn't provide solutions to the fact that they're, maybe they're not interested in the classes that they that the school offers or they want to learn more than the fields that are taught at school. And really, that's not the case. I think instead of seeing that as a limitation, students could take that opportunity to see it as a way to make their own choice about what they want to learn, what they want to study. And the internet is this great tool, this great resource that students can use to find online classes and platforms that offer so many interesting courses on many different topics um, and ways and students can definitely find ways to expand their knowledge and their education on their own. And it's something really fulfilling, I think, to do that on your own rather than having the school give that right off to you. So definitely it's not, it's not a limitation and students should definitely take that as an opportunity to look for online classes and courses to do. Really important point too, the connection between what you're interested in as a young person or as anyone, what you're interested in, and then finding courses that support that. Like you said, you took filmmaking online. And then you also took a a course around forensic investigation. Those are very, very different classes, but they were things you were interested in. And maybe 20 years ago, we wouldn't imagine that there would be a class that you could take online that would support that. One might think they would have to go take an elective at college to learn those different types of themes and concepts. But there are a lot of classes that are available that are directly aligned with what kids are interested in. And so hearing from you that it came from you and that you were the pioneer of your education, it's very, very, very motivating and gives a lot of hope for kids who might feel restricted. They may have wanted to take this type of class, but not realize that it actually can be them chartering that course for themselves. 
One of the things that you wrote in your essay, which I thought was absolutely beautiful, was, and I'm going to quote you on this, one of the main characteristics of modern education is the unlimited resources that it provides. So we've talked about some of that today. So you wrote this as a high school senior. You wrote this statement. So how are you living that today? And does that still ring true now that we're in this time and space of, of the, you know, being in a global pandemic? Yes, um, I do think it still rings true. And, you know, it just so happens that having this, uh, this vast resource, um, the internet um, and the unlimited resource that it provides is uh, really, really helpful during this time especially since a lot of schools have gone to online teaching as their um, way of teaching now because of the pandemic. And definitely I still, to this day, take advantage of online resources, online um, courses and classes. Um, Most of my articles and academic papers and research that I do, I do online through library websites through databases which offer academic um, papers and academic journals and it's really great that I have so much knowledge and resources that I can access just through my computer Um, and I can do this anywhere at any time I can do it at home I can do it at the library I can do it at any study space and really, it is just at the tip of my fingers. It's just one one search away, mm-hmm. and I can read incredible pieces, academic pieces, to help with my my studies. So I do think that it still very much rings true. That's great. What do you think that college would be like for you if you did not have the opportunity to make the choices that you had to make while you were in high school? I think that... I would probably be a bit more unsure of what I wanted to study, what I'm interested in. And because I do attribute a lot of that to the fact that I was able to explore so many different things in high school, in my high school years, through my high school, but also through the um, online classes. And if I did not have that, I definitely think I would have been using, I mean, I still use this time to explore new things, but I would be much more um, unsure of exactly what I wanted to study. And now I'm using my time more so to delve deeper into the topics and the interests that I have. And I think it's it was just a very, very valuable experience for me to be able to be exposed to so many different subjects Mm. um, at that age. Yeah, there's a lot of great benefits to it. So my last question for you, Anna Maria, for the podcast, at least, is what would you say to a parent, a teacher, an administrator, to an adult? who is eager to go back to the traditional brick and mortar, not a lot of technology in the classroom type of learning and teaching and learning dynamic. 
in the pandemic. We've heard a lot of we've heard a lot of people say we just need to go back to how how it was because this remote or crisis schooling isn't working. We need all the kids in the classroom with pencils and paper and doing it the doing it the way that we've been doing it for hundreds of years. What what would you say to that adult that had that strong opinion of going back to what it was? I think I would say that schools should definitely schools teachers and administrators should definitely start using tech or seeing technology as a tool, as a resource, as a way to develop and progress the educational system in the way that students learn um, instead of seeing it as something which is taking students or education away from the way it used to be. I think that a lot of students have probably developed or changed the way that they that they learn because of this pandemic and because of the technology and the resources that they have that have been exposed to. And it's much, it is much, there are, there are so many benefits to using technology in the classroom. There is um, the fact that it, that this technology can be used at any point, at any time. It makes turning in assignments so much more, so much easier, especially for a student who has so many things going on in their life, in their lives, such as having a job, extracurricular activities. Using this online platform, it, it would be much more practical and much easier. And there are so many creative and interesting new innovative platforms and ways and resources online which would make learning and teaching much more engaging and much more fun and interesting for students who might struggle with with a um, traditional academic uh, setting and educational system. So I definitely think that keeping technology in the classroom is very a very important and very valuable aspect that this that this pandemic has has brought into into our lives. Yeah, definitely a silver lining. You summarize that really eloquently. And to hear it again, to hear it from a student, a student who has taken online classes, blended classes, classes in person, classes in at the University of Oxford, classes in the United States. There is no better testimonial than than you. And you've been taking online classes much longer than the pandemic. And one thing we say at Future of School, Anna Maria, is online learning isn't new to America. It's just new to most Americans because of the pandemic. And there's a lot of young people who've been taking these courses and, and creating their own pathways that are leading them to success. So I will leave our listeners with one more quote from your essay, Anna Maria. You said, blended and online courses are the future of education. And here we are all experiencing that today. So thank you for being here and sharing your experiences with us. Thank you for having me. And we look forward to hearing how things go abroad and stateside as you continue your education. Thanks for being with us for today's episode. To join the movement to create a future of American schooling, that ensures all students reach their unbounded potential, no matter where their learning takes place, visit our website at 
thefutureof.school. You can subscribe to our newsletter, learn about student scholarships and teacher grants, donate to our efforts, and more. To learn more about National School Choice Week and its year-round efforts to give parents access to the best K-12 options for their children, visit schoolchoiceweek.com.